We are back with JV to the Pros, Season 4, Episode 21 of JV to the Pros. Oh, well, 21. 21 makes us legal to drink, just not on the air. JV to the Pros, this week I connect with you with a heavy heart. As across this great land, we had 12 mass shootings within a three-day span last weekend. No rhyme or reason as to where the shootings occurred. They were in Philadelphia, Chattanooga, Chicago, Youngstown, Ohio, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Norfolk, Virginia, Patterson, New Jersey, Columbus, Ohio, Charleston, North Carolina. By the way, my brother-in-law just moved his entire family to North Carolina as he retired, and he wanted to find a safe place for them. And he figured, you know, he'll do his twilight years in North Carolina. And now there's a mass shooting just minutes from the spot he chose for his family's safety. There's another shooting in San Angelo, Texas at a sports complex. I just stayed in San Angelo, Texas, and I loved it there. I loved the people and the whole southern atmosphere. I even loved the breakfast at the hotel that made waffles in the shape of Texas. And now they're the site of one of the latest mass shootings across America. You got downtown Minneapolis, Minnesota, once considered the healthiest place in America, has just had another, yes, another mass shooting there. Jersey City, New Jersey has just had a mass shooting. Now, I'm not saying that I'm shocked that there was a shooting in Jersey City because, I mean, if you've ever spent time in Jersey City, there's going to be a shooting. Either someone is going to be offended for not being respected enough or frustrations over a woman are going to lead to a shooting or a drug deal gone bad. It's a bad part of Jersey, there's no doubt. And it's going to lead to a shooting or any one of a number of things are going to lead to a shooting in Jersey City. That's just the way it is in Jersey City. There's a social frustration and lack of opportunity coupled with financial repression and flat-out desperation to do anything to survive or get thrown in prison trying. I'm not shocked that Chicago has this issue. Not at all. I think Chicago has lots of troubles, and, and I couldn't begin to list on this one short show, but I can tell you that those issues are not being addressed by those that are supposed to be leading the charge of correction, but rather leading the charges for those who are frustrated and end up in the Department of Corrections. When I see historically calm and healthy areas of this country being poisoned by gun violence at the same rate as Philadelphia and Chicago and Jersey City, I know that this is an epidemic of national proportions. This, this absolute garbage about how those across the aisle aren't willing to work with those who are Democrat and those who are Republicans and those who don't agree, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you, their attitudes change the moment gun violence affects their families directly. When they're burying a family member because of gun violence, they'll make a deal with the devil at that point to get something done. We foolishly believe 
that our leaders genuinely care about our well-being. Well, don't believe that at all. These guys in office and in, and in power only believe in what serves their best interest. Do you really think Mike Pence wanted to be Trump's running mate? No, of course not. Trump, Trump doesn't stand for any of the things Pence believes in. But Pence was about to be out of a job in Indiana as governor. And Trump knew that this lapdog would do anything to still pull a paycheck for his own family. So Pence agreed to play second fiddle to Trump for a few years and guarantee his family a lifetime of income along with health care as his own political career was over. Pence, Pence can't run for any office anywhere in this country. He couldn't be elected as dog catcher in Indiana. Those folks in Indiana had enough of Pence being funded by the tobacco industry. And as late as 2009, Pence was still claiming that cigarette smoking doesn't cause cancer because they, the tobacco industry, they were paying him to say that. Pence is a putz. These guys are almost all sellouts. They're whores to the highest bidder. Now, there hasn't been a new piece of legislation passed through Congress in over 30 years in regard to gun reform. Last week, I talked about how nothing has happened since Sandy Hook, which was only about 10 years ago. But the accurate truth is nothing has been passed through Congress in over 30 years. Coincidentally, that's exactly when the fallout from Reagan's move of pulling all the funding for mental health began taking its toll on America. And this continues to this day. It, it used to be something every month, then every week, and now it's every day. We're averaging more than one mass shooting a day in America. We're about 165 days into 2022, and we've had more than 230 mass shootings across this country. We're sending funds to Ukraine on a grand scale because Ukraine's got problems and troubles. What about the, the problems and troubles we have right here? How is it that, that we can't get political leaders to agree that regulating the sale of semi-automatic guns and mental health evaluations are paramount in this country? How is that possible? I say we abandon this ridiculous thought that we must get rid of all the guns because that's never going to happen in America. We have more than three guns per person in America on average. That puts us at somewhere around 900 million guns in America and counting. So I'm thinking we arm everybody. Very detailed process of making sure each gun goes to someone that doesn't have struggles with alcohol or drugs, Hunter Biden, and doesn't have mental health issues, possibly Hunter Biden. Although... The president's son, Hunter Biden, obtained an illegal handgun and waved it around on the internet after obtaining it. Now, how, how did he obtain an illegal gun? He filled out a questionnaire, and one of those questions was, 
Do you have or ever had trouble with alcohol or drugs? Hunter Biden put down no, when in fact he has had trouble with alcohol and drugs and has admitted this publicly. That aside, we take our time to train each and every person who qualifies to own a gun in America, and we make sure they understand what the responsibility is when it comes to owning a gun. I think this will make it very difficult for a bad guy to step into a grocery store and yell, everybody down, I've got a gun, while everybody in the grocery store pulls out their weapon and it's no longer an unbalanced forum. I think if someone is threatening to kill random people because they have mental health issues, they stand to face the consequences of their actions and very well may be shot at or injured or even killed as they pose a threat to innocent victims. Ronald Reagan was absolutely wrong that society will absorb these people. Those with mental health issues need to be monitored medicated, and in some instances, confined for the good of this and the safety of the community. This blame game that, 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 that politicians are playing, it, it should result in them being fired. If we, the people, don't see results after putting them in a position of responsibility to protect the community, they should be fired. And, and let's not forget that many of these politicians are being funded by the NRA and gun manufacturers because this violence is good for business. Just like Mike Pence, knowing he was lying to those that would, that would listen to him, kept telling people he didn't believe, which he was lying, he didn't believe that cigarettes cause cancer. Pence knew better He'd say anything to keep the money coming his way. And as long as it came from his lips, people listened because some people did follow him. This puppet lied to Americans for years because he had a stake in that cigarettes kept getting sold so he'd keep receiving money from the tobacco companies. This is the same thing that's going on with the gun business. These guys are out for themselves. Don't listen to them. Listen to logic and common sense and your own instincts. Frankly, most of these guys are morons. I'd love to sit down in front of those that voted for them and take an IQ test so that all can see that they're morons. I especially would love to, to take just the math part against Trump brilliant businessman my butt i guarantee you that i would expose him as the idiot he is now ah, let's get on to someone who is brilliant and that person is rob van dam yes one of the sponsors of our show he is a professional wwe wrestler and a Hall of Fame WWE wrestler. He is a new inductee into the World Wrestling of Entertainment in, uh, Hall of Fame. Um, he's also a friend of the show, along with being a friend of mine and a proud sponsor of the show, in that he has this magnificent product that he invented called RVD CBD Oil. 
And you can find it at rvdcbd.com, as in Rob Van Dam's CBD oil. Now, this cream relieves muscle soreness, achy joints, and tension from exhaustion. This cream gives your body a chance to recover from overworked muscles or overworked joints from overdoing it because you think you're 20, but the calendar shows you're just not. Go to rvdcbd.com and order your CBD oil from Rob Van Dam and put JV to the pros in the promo box and save at least 10% on your next order. I know people from 30 to 75 that have used this CBD oil, and they're all grateful for giving it a try. Once you're used to pushing you yourself, your body lets you know you've gone too far by sending pain signals to your brain. Just to try to get you to slow down, that's where the CBD oil comes in. It, it, it bridges that pain gap so you can still get things done. Go to rvdcbd.com and put JV to the pros in the promo box and save a few bucks on your next order. Now, let's get on to some funny news stories. Now, did Florida rise to the occasion once again? Yes, they did. Florida got pranked. For the long haul. <laughs> in 1948. Yeah. 1948. A man had these large 30-pound, three-toed, primitive, fake shoes made that would leave deep imprints on the beach in Florida. So they look like, like a prehistoric animal's feet. Okay, stick with me on this. He did this as a joke, but residents thought a monster had walked across the beach, leaving the evidence behind in the form of these imprints in the sand. (laughs) The manufactured shoes were 15 inches wide and 14 inches long. This man-made imprints... It made it, it made it look like they walked out of the surf and walked along the beach in Clearwater, Florida for two miles. Then the imprints marched back into the surf, and that's where the footprints disappeared, leaving quote-unquote geniuses in Florida to believe that a prehistoric monster walked out of the ocean, strolled along the beach for two miles, and then decided that life was more intelligent back in the ocean and made a left and was never seen again. Well, pictures were taken of the imprints along with plaster casts being made of the imprints so that experts, I use the word loosely, could try to figure out the size of the thing that made these footprints. Well, experts determined that whatever made these imprints must have weighed at least 2,000 pounds and definitely has prehistoric qualities about it. <laughs> now remember, this was a prank by a normal-sized man. This guy kept this prank going for 10 years, hitting various beaches at, at times of the year when nobody is normally on the beach. The first sighting of these footprints were in February of 1948. And over the next 10 years, he would play this prank on several beaches using the same exact 30-pound, 
oversized shoes that he had made to make these deep indents in the sand. Tony Signorini finally decided to let everyone know that it was just a prank and how he did it, but he waited 40 years to give up this joke. He kept this going for 40 years. Ah, a fellow Italian with a similar sense of humor to my own. My heart goes out to you, Tony. I love you, my bazan. <laughs> Just for the record, it's Florida. You could have kept this going forever. Governor DeSantos would have taken money out of the state's budget to find this version of Bigfoot. He's just that smart, he says sarcastically. This tells me that Florida jokes are not a recent phenomenon with me. I'm not the only one that realizes how easily you can get over on Florida. <laughs> now, that's the funny side of Florida. And here's the ugly side. We all know what it's like to be behind an older person at the grocery store or at a convenience store, and they're trying to get the exact change to pay with, or better yet, they've decided to write a check, or they wait until the whole thing is rung up before they mention, oh, my, I forgot, I have coupons for some of those items. Let me check my coupon book. Is this what expired? We've all been there. I've gotten to the point where I just bought their stuff to, on my bill just to get them going. I wondered if that was their plan all along or if this just confused them further. <sighs> well, they didn't pay for the stuff. I paid for it, yet they're leaving and the police aren't coming. Yeah, they probably were confused. As I said, here's the ugly side of not just Florida, but all over, as most people lose their patience when it comes to the elderly. That said, here's the story. A 76-year-old man at a Shell station was buying some items and moving slowly, as the elderly often do. Sean Ruel, R-U-E-L, 39 years old, was becoming more and more impatient as this older guy was taking his time. And Sean Ruel was losing his cool waiting for the guy to get done with his transaction and finally took his coffee and threw a hot cup of coffee on the 76-year-old man's shoes. He just threw it down and walked out. Then when the man walked out, the elderly man walked out by the gas pumps, Sean Ruel punched the man for taking so long at the checkout. Now, okay, throwing the coffee on the floor and getting some of it on his shoes, I think it's a good thing he wasn't wearing those 30-pound, three-toed shoes that the other guy had made on the beach. But, you know, so he throws the coffee on the floor in the direction of this older man, but then it gets worse, felony worse, as Sean Ruel saw the elderly man outside by the gas pumps and ran up to him and punched the older man in the face, knocking him to the ground. After assaulting the elderly man, Raul jumped in his car and sped off while bystanders tended to the man on the ground. Well, police were called, 
And I don't know why Ruel jumped in his car and sped off while bystanders were standing in attendance and ran. But I, I don't know why he didn't just turn himself in. Because between Ruel using his credit card to purchase the gas and surveillance cameras, along with all the witnesses of his vehicle, Ruel was quickly arrested the very next day at his place of employment and charged with, his, with assault of an adult over 65 years old. Ruel was taken into custody. And let me just give you a, a little background check on, uh, on Ruel. He's been arrested three times for driving under the influence while he lived in California. So he moved to Florida to put his past behind him, but not leaving his issues or his habits behind him as he is now in custody and will go through the system as Flagler County will decide what his consequences will be for his action. Well, the sheriff in Flagler County says, we will not tolerate such behavior. Now, the sheriff said this to the media on TV. I think if the sheriff is making that statement publicly, he will probably have a lot to say to the judge in regard to Sean Ruel's sentencing. Good luck in Texas, I mean, Florida, as they have swift justice when it comes to high-profile cases like this one. I think you screwed, Ruel. Ruelly screwed. <laughs> He's really screwed. <sighs> now, let's talk about not getting screwed by lawsuits that have no merit. That person that protects you from being taken advantage of is Paul Sorrentino. That's right. <laughs> Paul Sorrentino is the employer lawyer. He protects those of you that do the hiring and keep people employed from frivolous lawsuits. He keeps everybody working and he keeps the frivolous lawsuits away. He keeps those chumpy attorneys from trying to go for a quick cash grab. Paul Sorrentino sets the tone in the courtroom. If your case has no merit, you're wasting your time going against Paul Sorrentino. Call Paul Sorrentino at 619-573-4900 and ask for Paul Sorrentino and tell him you heard about him on JV to the Pros and he will let us know he is taking care of yet another one of our listeners. Paul Sorrentino, the employer lawyer. He will protect your small business, your company, or your corporation from unfair attacks. This is the man to keep your business from being damaged. Paul Sorrentino, the employer, lawyer. Now, let's go to sports. The Boston Celtics shocked the crowd in Game 1 of the NBA Finals against the Warriors as they stole Game 1 from the Warriors, and the Warriors looked like they couldn't hit the water from the beach. The Warriors made it look like they were playing keep the ball out of the hoop in game one. But in game two, very different story. The Warriors came alive and tied the series at one, making this a best of five series. By the time we get ready to do episode 22 of JV to the Pros, this NBA Finals will be decided 
and a champion will be crowned, and I will bring you up to speed on what happened. I do think the Celtics are overmatched, but they have every opportunity to prove me wrong, as it's a race to three now. On to the NHL, as the Avalanche put the Oilers away in game in a in a four game sweep. The Avalanche just went right through the Oilers. Now the Oilers had a lead in game four. And the Avalanche wouldn't go away as they had no interest in coming back for a game five. The Avalanche kept scoring until this thing was tied when, in overtime, the Avalanche put the biscuit in the basket and they won the West and are waiting the winner of the Lightning Rangers series, which is now up for grabs. The Rangers jumped out to a two-zip lead at Madison Square Garden and in that series before it headed to Tampa for games three and four. But in games three and four, Tampa went with that Carolina plan of the home team wins every game type of thing. And they won both home games and tied this series up at two. The Rangers get to go home for game five and are very much a must-win situation at the Garden. At the Garden, as you don't want to have to win two in a row against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions if you're down 3-2 to two in a best-of-seven. Now, we're doing this show the night before Game 5 is to be played. I can tell you that I spent most of my day yesterday, the 7th, with some of the New York Mets who made it clear that they'd be watching Game 4 from the dugout and are hoping that the New York Rangers win it to make it a 3-1 series. Well... It was not to be. And now it's a best of three series as the Avalanche wait to see who they'll be facing. I I don't think it matters who the Avalanche will face in the finals. Both of these teams can beat the Avalanche in four or five games at the most. The finals matchup will come down to the goalies. And Colorado just doesn't have what it takes. That's my opinion. That is... Our show for this week, that is Season 4, Episode 21 of JV to the Pros. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Rob Van Dam and his miraculous CBD oil at rvdcbd.com. And put JV to the Pros in the promo box and save at least 10% on your order. We'd also like to thank Paul Sorrentino, the employer, lawyer, the defender of all those that do the hiring, able to leap across the deposition in a single bound, stop objections with a swift retort, and faster than the clerks at most courthouses, he's Paul Sorrentino, the employer lawyer. We'd also like to thank you, the listeners, for being loyal to the show and sharing the show with your friends and family. I'd also like to thank producer Karen, the queen of Queens, New York, for doing all the post-production work once I get done having a great time mouthing off. This mysterious producer from another part of Southern California where she moves like the wind and leaves no trace that she's been here or where she's heading. She's the phantom of broadcasting, living a life of mystery as she is magically crosses the T's and dots the I's once I get done having my fun with the topics of the day. That is Season 4, Episode 21 of JV to the Pros. And until we connect again, stay safe and healthy. I'm Jack Vecchio, 
riding off into the Southern California sunset and coming back with more entertaining topics next time on JV to the pros.